dropped off a pretty little girl Same grade as me Tried to kiss her once in the aisle of the bus She walked right over me Face down in the gum all Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group And now, here are your hosts Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. It is July 11th, back after about uh, 10 days off. When I went out on vacation, most of my vacation was in the 80s, come back, and it's 102. Good to see you again. Good to be yeah. back in, in the studio. <laughs> a little rusty here. We had to figure out how to do this. Yeah, but uh, we're back at it, Matt. Uh, couldn't be more excited about getting back on the air. Ready to go, Derek. We had talked about it. We took a little time off around Memorial Day, and then we uh, went ahead and took around 10 days off or two shows off for the 4th of July. Hope everyone had a wonderful 4th of July um, this year, a wonderful experience. Uh, I'll talk more about my vacation uh, I went south and Derek went north, so we'll tease that here in just a few minutes. We're going to talk more about that in our words from the weekend. But, uh, Derek, I, I never left the hot, uh, the heat, I guess. It, uh, it stayed hot where we were. Luckily, had a, a gulf breeze, which um, at times was uh, minimal. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just um, – The heat you know, dome. They call it a heat dome, and it, it is right. – uh, it's it's here. It looks like I've looked at the next what ten days. And Who are we blaming it, it for this one? Who are we blaming on this one? Have you heard any blaming on who's whose heat dome it is? I think What's it's just it's, it's we all share this. We all share the blame. I got you. It's, we just all share it. I got you. Well, there's always a blame looking for somewhere. So uh, we'll see. But we're gonna talk more about our words from the weekend here shortly, and then we're definitely uh, gonna excited to move on with the 2022 UTW podcast. Uh, man, we got football coming up. We have different things. Uh, high school sports beginning. Kids will be back in school before we know it. Um, Derek, I, you know this, but my daughter is down in Hattiesburg. She has a pageant competing as Hernando Miss Hospitality. So uh, good luck to Hannah Grace. Uh, definitely uh, say a prayer for her if you are a praying person um, down there with 40 of Mississippi's best and brightest. Uh, we dropped her off yesterday on our way back from uh, our vacation. And um, just some very nice young ladies, it seems like. You know, a lot of those kids that are competing, they are the... You know, there's some valedictorians and the salutatorians and those type kids that are down there. So it's going to be a hard week for her, but she's staying at a USM dorm. So a shout out to Hannah Grace and prayers to her for sure. And definitely somebody that I know will be pulling for her and hoping she wins is our 2022 presenting sponsor, our longtime presenting sponsor now for the UTW podcast, who I'm sure had a very busy 4th of July weekend with the uh, Crazy Rob's Fireworks location he owns between Oxford and Batesville. So shout out to Brian for that. Of course, I speak of Mr. Brian Couch with Team Couch a Birch Realty Group. Team Couch, a Birch Realty Group, is our 2022 presenting sponsor, and they possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were recently named DeSoto's Best for the fifth time. It is currently a great time to list your home in DeSoto County. They are offering a free, no-obligation market analysis Give them your address. They can tell you all about your street, your neighborhood, your zip code, how long houses are on the market, how fast they're closing, all the analytics that you want your realtor in 2022 to possess. Brian and Terry can help you there. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search at Team Couch. Couch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com to search homes all throughout the Mid-South. Give Brian and Terry a call today. Let them prove to you why they're the number one real estate team in DeSoto County. Again, 662-449-1700. And always remember, every home needs a couch. Well, we joke around about dusting our equipment off and dusting things off back in the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here under the water tower. Cars, trucks, Passenger vans, obviously passenger vans are a very hot topic right now. I saw dozens, if not hundreds, of passenger vans from Texas, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, of course. So if you're making a trip this coming August or maybe a Labor Day plans, please give us a call, 662-469-4555, 662-469-4555. If you're putting your car into the body shop, putting your car into a shop for a two- or three- or four-week transmission issue, call us. Let us work with you. Use local people, 662-469-4555, mobile cars and vans. As we always do on our Tuesday show, Derek, let's start with our words from the weekend, but let's go ahead and make it the words from our uh, 10-day holiday. What you got? Yeah, my word from the week off, uh, Matt, is togetherness. Togetherness, which is uh, the easiest word you've ever done because you typically have some tongue twisters. 
Well, that made it easy this time. Uh, the togetherness is mine because we took a road trip, uh, which I guess is – I don't know how many years we've done this. Uh, Let me ask you questions about your trip. You went to where? Canton Pro Football Hall of Fame. First. First. Okay. Uh, and then we left there. Well, we stopped in Columbus on the way, Columbus, Ohio. We spent the night there, went to Canton, left Canton, uh, drove all the way to South Bend, made it to South Bend for the second night, uh, stayed at Notre Dame. And on the campus, they have a hotel called the Morse Inn right. on campus. Beautiful, beautiful. And I can talk about that, but stayed there. Then woke up the next morning, went to the Indian Dunes National Park, which are beaches yeah. on the southern coast of Lake Michigan. Right. Uh, we went by there just because, you know, kind of my wife wanted to see a little beach, so we went and saw the beach. Uh, we stayed there two or three hours, basically ate lunch there. Uh, stayed there a couple, two or three hours, and then we left there because it's only about a, well, it's about a 50-mile drive, but it took about an hour and a half because of traffic to get to uh, Chicago. And so we, and then we got to Chicago, stayed three nights in Chicago. So it took, it, it took you about five minutes to say where you had gone to eventually. Just say Chicago, yeah, Chicago. and the way to get there. And then okay. uh, stayed there three days and came back. So we Left on the 4th, left on the 4th, came back on the 8th. Well, third, the afternoon of the third. Came oh, back okay, gotcha. That's right. Uh, and so, again, it was a great trip, and um, just, I mean, we had a wonderful time. And again, a lot of togetherness because we're we're in a uh, a car for uh, you know five days, but really enjoyed just uh, seeing that part of the country. Had never sure. been really through the Midwest. Right. Uh, we, we've been to Chicago before. I, my son and I had, of course, with with you and your son, but had never actually driven that way. And a lot of corn, uh, a lot of that sort of thing. I think the the main thing is is that we we don't we don't know we don't have tolls in Mississippi. Yeah, uh, tolls are a pain. Um, not a fan of toll roads. A huge toll road between Columbus and Chicago. Basically, you're paying a toll every time you get off in an exit, which is uh, I have bad things to say about that. But again, just uh, had a great trip. And again, if you've never been to uh, Notre Dame, beautiful, beautiful right. school, beautiful campus. Possibly uh, in the SEC or Big Ten soon. Yes, that's they are. And I could only hope that was that is on my bucket list to see a game there. Right. After seeing the campus, there's no doubt right. I want to see a game I would there. Too, yeah. The church is uh, the basilica, absolutely beautiful. Got a private tour of that. They they do that when you walk in. They'll give you a tour. You and grew up Catholic, so Notre Dame has been a huge part of your family for sixty years. Fifty or not? You're not sixty, but no. I'm saying <laughs> no, what I'm saying. But Notre Dame was is the Catholic school for the country you know every i think when you go to a catholic school you kind of think oh i'd love to go to notre dame i never really saw that as a place i wanted to go i wish i didn't really have the means to go tour it at the time either but i wish i would have toured it i'm not saying i would have gone there but now and of course from natchez it's another four hours yeah of course from here it's about a 10-hour drive from natchez it had been a you know, solid 14 so it never was on my radar but it's a uh it's a oh man it was it was just really pretty now, south bend not that great to look at, but Notre Dame itself is not beautiful. a good college town. But Notre Dame's gorgeous. Yeah, and then uh, I could, and we stayed in Columbus, which is the opposite. Columbus is. Now let me ask you a question: How yeah. many people do you think Columbus, Ohio, has? Two twenty-five. I was thinking decent-sized college town, like an Athens, right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking when I'm when I'm booking. Columbus this trip. is huge. Yeah, uh, it's a million people. A million people. Okay. A million in the city proper. Wow. Yeah, that sounds. I like had no. It had clue. gotten to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so basically, it's bigger than Cincinnati. It's yep. bigger than Cleveland. Had no clue. That's right. So we show up, and I'm like, "This is a large city." But Ohio State can't. So the city was was pretty cool, pretty nice. We stayed on a great street right there, just about ten blocks from the campus. The campus itself terrible. Ohio State, nothing to look at. I apologize to any. It's a really, really big. It's massive, but it's just they don't cut the grass. The grass is burned out. (laughs) There's not a lot of landscaping. Uh, The the stadium needs like it needs renovations. I mean, it's it's anyway. It's a horseshoe. It's cool, but it it needs to be. It needs some uh, some paint, some update. Isn't that Um, amazing? What we don't see when we watch on Saturdays, we we don't see that. We we take it for granted down here in the South. You and I went to Ole Miss. Ole Miss works very hard on their campus. Mississippi State hard on their campus uh alabama i mean yeah. those schools i mean it's there's so much pageantry that goes with the campus and the beauty of it and so forth so that's very interesting i've i've toured vandy before i didn't i was not impressed with vanderbilt's of course it's a city college right. you know that type of stuff i mean i grew up going to all the lsu games and stuff and and just kind of um i've toured lsu since i became an Ole Miss fan and it doesn't even compare from right. a beauty standpoint. So um, it's very interesting. But you don't see that on Sunday morning, Sunday game days. You just see the pageantry and just think that everything was moon and nice and beautiful <laughs> to get there. And that's not the case. And, again, South Bend, again, is different. But another thing I didn't notice, you know, when you watch a Notre Dame game and you see Touchdown Jesus, right, they show with yeah, the pitcher sure. and they score and he's right there in the background. Yeah. He's probably 
thousand yards away from the stadium. Say, it, it, is, it is far. Yes. I mean, it's far back. And so it's just a monstrous mural on the side of what I believe is the library. It's not anywhere close to the stadium, but right. it just happens to be in the photo shot when you do that. So you think, oh, it's just on the north end zone. He's overlooking. No, he's way past the north end zone. But uh, the whole thing was really cool. And Chicago gets a bad rap. We did show up the day, uh, unfortunately, of the mass shooting that morning that we arrived the next day. We arrived on the 5th. Right. It happened, happened the, the obviously the morning of the 4th. Never really felt unsafe in Chicago. I know it, it does. There's a lot of stuff that happens in and around Chicago, a lot of the suburb stuff, unfortunately, especially in that in, in Highland Park, if you don't know, it's basically like Carville on steroids. So this was not a this is a very nice uh, area of Chicago that this happened in. Michael Jordan's home yeah, sure. when he played was in uh, Highland Park. Right. So was uh, Tony Kukoc. I mean, so all the players basically buy their homes up there. And, it, you know, so that was very, you know, it's very, very sad to hear, when you're, especially when you're pulling into town. But downtown Chicago, at never, at no point did we ever feel unsafe. Now, we weren't walking till midnight, but we were walking at 9, 9.30 at night uh, along the Riverwalk, along the lakefront. Uh, so, again, if you've never been to Chicago, it does get a bad rap. I'm not saying go outside of downtown. Now, we did to go watch a ball game on the south side in uh, the, the White Sox Stadium. Um, and we were out of there by four or five o'clock, so it wasn't like we were there after dark. But I do love Chicago. It is our second time. Did a lot, of, some of the same things we did the last time. Added a couple of things. Really great food, great shopping. So again, if you're looking for an eight-hour trip for a drive, it's it's just as far to Chicago as it is to Rosemary Beach, which I don't think some people realize that if you're driving Rosemary through Birmingham, it's eight eight and a half hours. It's the exact same distance to Chicago. So if you're ever looking for something different, again, I'm not saying. Uh, you know, take your life into your hands. I'm not saying anything like that, but it, it is a uh, it's a great city, and uh, really enjoy the togetherness that we had as a family. You know, just going on the trip and then you know coming back together safely. Well, don't forget, I think the flight that you and I took years ago from Memphis to Chicago is not very expensive. No. And well, it, at the time, at the time, at the time, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, typically, and that's going to come back. I mean, everything's high right now, and right. those the the airlines are going to need people back on them pretty soon and bring this stuff down. Which uh, let's celebrate less than four dollars a gallon right now in the city of Fernando. I saw three ninety nine at Kroger. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I saw in um, Canton, Mississippi, on our way back from our trip, which I'll talk about in just a second. Three eighty two. There you go. Three eighty two. So, man, thank you, Joe Biden. He is woo. <laughs> Things are getting fixed, baby. I mean, things well, are really coming together. Look, as long as I see threes, I'm happy. No, I, I, you better start seeing twos. Well, I, well, come three on, right now. I know because let me tell you something. Threes. When you're driving you go through, through Ohio, the you get the two. When you're driving through Ohio, the 87 says 525. Oh yeah, I know. It, yeah, I so I'm I'm blessed to see a 399 in Mississippi. I got you. Togetherness was Derek's word. Obviously, playing off of uh, the amount of time in the car and all that stuff for a family trip, which road trips uh, can be a little uh, they can wear on you after a certain amount of time. We were definitely uh, excited to get back last night. Uh, my word from the weekend is going to be fairly simple. Then I'll tell you more about my vacation. Uh, is sun drunk? Uh, that's pretty simple. Two words: sun drunk. Uh, when you go to the beach for a week long family vacation, uh, you know we were at the beach a ton. We were at the pool a ton. The weather was very nice nice and Destin. I mean, sadly, on the beach, when you say the weather's nice, you just don't want any rain. We're talking about 95, 103, that type of stuff. It was very, very hot. We were in the sun. We took a boat out one time, went out to Crab Island. Uh, most people know where that is down in the Destin area. And man, it was just um, sun drunk is, is, is my word because we came back, dropped Tanner Grace off in Hattiesburg. And I don't know if we said three words, the entire family, <laughs> all the way back last night, we were just done. And um, here we are starting work back, but it takes you a couple of days to recover just from the amount of sun and the heat. You got to hydrate yourself, that kind of stuff. But we had a wonderful time. Great vacation. I see some people on Instagram are down there in that area as well. Saw a number of people, you know, right around the 4th of July uh, going out and, and, and going on vacation to the beach and stuff as well. So it's that time of year. Thank you so much for uh, you know taking us along with you. I had several people text me that they were catching up on the podcast while they traveled, so we definitely appreciate those things. And uh, you know, wonderful time for vacation for Derek. Time for vacation with 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 me and my family. That's what we do in the South. We uh, mm -hmm. like Kenny Chesney vacation down in the Gulf of Mexico. That's what we do. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for being part of the UCW podcast as we push forward in 2022. And Derek, uh, wonderful community we live in. I was out of town, but we had a parade. We had the uh, kids parade. We had the fireworks show on the Fourth of July. Uh, wonderful things happen in our small town of Hernando, Mississippi. And uh, whenever you do good things in a small town, you might win an award. Tell us about Hernando winning an award since our last show. Well, Hernando has been named one of the Main Street communities in Mississippi to have been designated as accredited Main Street America programs for meeting rigorous performance standards. Now, each year, the Main Street America 
and the Mississippi Main Street Association announced the list of accredited programs to recognize exceptional commitment to preservation-based economic development and community revitalization through the Main Street approach. Now, Hernando was one of 863 nationally accredited Main Street America programs or towns. I don't know how many towns in the country of America, but we were one of 863 to get this award, which I think is fantastic. Sure. Uh, in 2021, Main Street America programs generated $5.76 billion in local reinvestment, helped open 6,600 jobs, excuse me, net businesses, generated 30,000 net jobs, catalyzed the rehabilitation of about 11,000 historic buildings, and leveraged about 1.5 million volunteer hours. So basically for every dollar that a Main Street program spent to support their operation, it generated $19.34 of new investment back into Main Street communities. So again, we would, you know, and for Mississippi itself, again, this is for Mississippi, not Hernando, 193 uh, new net businesses, 49 business expansions, 603 new net jobs just in the, in the historic downtown Main Street areas, 58 building rehabilitation, 241 downtown residential units, uh, and in addition, 95 public improvement projects were completed. So again, more than $186 million was invested by the public and private sectors in 2021 uh, and 28,000 volunteer hours for Mississippi were recorded. So again, that, uh, Hernando was part of this and received an award that only 863 towns or cities in America received. And Derek, we talk about it all the time for the last two years. I can't believe August to be two years since we started doing this podcast, but we've discussed cities that are thriving and cities that are kind of dying on the vine. We've talked about it. I had a chance to I grew up in Franklinton, Louisiana, and I had a chance to go through a nearby rival town to get over to Hattiesburg. And uh, I won't say the name of the town, but, uh, you know, it's never recovered from Katrina. Yeah. And it struggles. And, uh, you know, its largest uh, industry is more automated than ever. So less people work at that business than ever before. And so it's just really a struggle, you know, to watch those cities that that town that I used to. You know, back in the 92 to 96, that's where we cruised town. Mm. That's where we cruised to go see friends. That's where we drove around and, and that type of stuff. And uh, there's just not a lot of stuff there anymore. So, Hernando, great job. on the Congratulations on the award. Hernando, I feel like for the next 20, 30 years, we'll be definitely pushing for the Main Street and the Commerce Street area to stay and uh, be a vital part of the city. So, uh, good job for all that. Something else when it comes to winning awards and doing those type things and having a city that thrives is going to be taking care of city business. Something else pretty big has happened since our last show. Something Derek and I've talked about, covered about for months, but it finally happened, Derek. Tell us about what came out of the Alderman meeting, probably the most important thing, but go ahead and tell us all about the Alderman meeting that happened since our last show. Now, it's been a week since this, this uh, meeting has happened, so I'm not going to go too in-depth. Obviously, we didn't preview it. This will be the meeting from July 5th. July 5th. So we're just going to review it very briefly. Really, there was a, the, the two largest presentations were nonprofits asking for money, so I'll kind of just mention those and just keep moving. Did we uh, get a new Tahoe? Did not get a new Tahoe. No, t- no, no, new Tahoe. no, no, no cars given out this Z71, time. Z71, $85,000 uh, GMC Silverado. That'd be nice. Oh, one of those new electric Ford trucks? No, no, no don't, don't say electric. Okay, come on, dude. Sorry. Don't say, come on. That's propaganda. <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to mention something on the consent agenda, which we usually skip, but I do want to say this. If you're looking to go ahead and put dates on your calendar, put next April. That will be next April, Friday, April 21st, and Saturday, April 22nd. That will be the Mud Bug Bash next year. Okay. Uh, they went ahead and approved get, get the closing of the streets yeah, Panola Street. uh, for uh, Panola, Panola Street for that. So next uh, Friday night and Saturday, April 21st and 22nd will be the setting up and the uh, mud bug bash for next year. Uh, now moving to the actual uh, agenda itself, there was a couple things. Uh, they did approve a rental fee. Of if you want to rent the Hernando Soccer Complex out, there will be a, there's a rental fee now. You call the Parks Department, they'll be able to give you that fee if you're looking to rent the soccer fields. There was a approval to increase the or the amount of purchase to require advertising bids. So you know we always talked about hey if it's fifty thousand dollars we can get quotes. If it's over fifty we can get uh, we have to get bids. Well now anything seventy five thousand or less can can just get by with two quotes. The city increased it because again a lot of the cost of everything has gone up and they're probably looking at similar projects, but they're having to increase the amount that they can go ahead and approve with just quotes instead of having to put it out full bid. So now anything under seventy five thousand dollars uh, can be done with two quotes. They did cancel. They did get rid of a couple of police vehicles. Okay. Vehicles were replaced previously unmarked police cars. So two police cars that were unmarked were, uh, I guess, put out of service. Right. And they, they, there's two more that were now put into service as unmarked police cars, but they were already owned by the city. 
Uh, there was a retirement. Uh, we had a retirement of a canine dog, Matt. Okay. Um, the canine was actually hurt on the job. It's okay now, but uh, obviously they don't want it to move forward. So they are now allowing that canine dog to be uh, retired and to go live with the officer that was its handler. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool that they were able to do that. Still, still lives though. We didn't. Yeah. We, we retired. We, he didn't. He re, yeah. He retired. He like, him, uh, like, like we, did, we didn't retire him. Like he went home to not oh, go. Okay. Not go to the the, not, the not, ultimate home. No. Right. No. Okay. He didn't uh, go to no, the. Uh, still walking around here to the uh, jailhouse in the sky. No. <laughs> Okay. No, he did not. Right. Um, they did now. They uh, also approved. There was one uh, kind of a uh, advertised funding for a Fort Creek Parkway and Creekside Drive. There was an EWP project funded. Uh, the city's portion is ninety three thousand dollars. That's going to be Matt. That's their twenty percent to match a federal share for the total of about a four hundred thousand dollar project uh, to get that project completed. There was an approval to abandon the right of way of Mackinville. Just had to give up a little property to get something else done. Uh, that's hey, done. what's going right there at Mackinville? Do you know Mackinville and Holly Springs Road? Is that a gas station? It's a gas station. It's a yeah, gas on station? that curve. Okay, yeah, right on that there. curve. Yeah, so I mean, that makes total sense. It was, it, uh, that's what it was going to be. And look, and they, they're not playing around. They're getting that built quickly. Yes, they don't play around. <laughs> they, they, they get it done. They are ready to get that gas uh, uh, pump and go ahead and get that $4, hopefully three ninety nine gas uh, at, at that location. Let me let me tell you how to really become the favorite gas station in the in, in the county. Sell your gas at two ninety nine, and it's on. Yeah. No Lose, money. Lose money. Lose no, money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, your, yeah, your candy bar is four fifty. Yeah, your candy I'm, bar is four fifty. I'm following up on a tweet. Remember the tweet from this past? Whenever he yeah, sends it, yeah. yeah, gas station owners lower your prices. Wait, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, there was a discussion on the Jaybird water tower plant tanks painting. So they went ahead and they approved the first uh, water tank to be painted. Uh, I think they're going to go with, I believe, with city. It's going to say city of Hernando. There was discussion whether or not that can be cursive or block. Uh, there was some discussion there. They appointed uh, Alderman Lynch and maybe Alderman Ross. Uh, maybe one other one are going to kind of every time there's something that needs to go to be put on a water tower, they're going to kind of get the uh, make sure they have the right font, uh, those sort of things. Uh, but Derek, I'm noticing that you're basically you're saying the two ladies, the two older well, women, uh, uh, Alderman Lynch, at this. I think was was she was really Correct. really Alderman Lynch was really on the hey look we want a nice uniform yes, one to of course, look and I, and I think uh, Alderman Ross actually had an opinion where she wanted it in cursive, mm. and so they were like yeah cursive maybe a little more that's we need tough. we need to check into that so they're going to get that straight and so that's basically the the water tower off of a Jaybird will say City of Hernando in some form or fashion right. The funny, I guess the funny part of this was Alderman Miller was adamant that the one on 55, he, okay. he wants to see a tiger paw. A tiger paw. Tiger paw. You know, the one oh, that you true. see from 55 okay. right across from the high school. Okay. He, it could say Hernando. It could, it could be a tiger hit. Like, he just wants – Some type of tiger. He wants a tiger or something. Then they talked about – well. Look, we, I don't disagree with that, but let's – we have to make sure that you can look at it and know exactly right. what that is, not driving down the road – and you wonder what it is because that's uh, that can happen. Well, and then they were like, "Well, can we make the O and Hernando a tiger paw?" Like there was a lot of stuff. Okay. Anyway, so all that costs a little more money, right? And that I think the uh, what head of the utility department said. He said, "Look, that one comes up to bid this fall. Okay, so cool. it will be time to repaint that this fall. Y'all go ahead and decide. Yeah. Please let me know because that will be coming up, and so maybe here that's in the next six to nine months we'll have a, that that a water tower painted." And, of course, the last thing they talked about was the one that we were most concerned about was a discussion on the penny for the parks. Now, the, penny, the word. Don't forget penny. Because discussion let, on penny for penny the parks. Penny for the park. UTW podcast listeners, we asked for two cents down at the legislature. The legislature said, no, we, we know what's best for you guys. We know what's best. And they gave us one penny. They gave us one penny. That's where we are. Because, I mean, you know, two pennies. Eh, come on, guys. You're testing it. You're pushing it, people. They gave us one penny. So, again, from, that's, from, that's from one the castle. penny per dollar Correct. spent. It would be fifty cents on a fifty dollar lunch, supper, whatever. Right. So that's so if if you're trying to get in your mind what that looks like, fifty cents on fifty dollars. So if if or if it makes a one dollar for a hundred dollars, it would right. add one dollar to your bill. If that's if that helps you kind of you know contextualize what we're saying when we Correct. say a penny for the parks. Correct. So they're taking this penny and they they asked uh, of course. Uh, Matt, are we just going to call him Henry with the good hair? Is that what we're going to call him? Henry Minor. We're going to start being professional. Hen- be professional. Gonna, no, Henry with the good no, hair. We're not we, going to no. Jenny from the block. We, Henry we, with the we, good we, hair. We've, no. called, we've called Hill from, uh, for <laughs> commenting on his hair. So we'll just move on. Henry, Henry Minor with Kimley Horn. Kimley Horn. Do not say Kimberly. Kimberly. That's what you do. Kimley Horn. Kimley Horn. Kimley Horn has come and he was back and basically had reduced it from you know four scenarios down to two, what they asked him to do, right. C and D. Right, and don't forget, they worked on this for the last 60 days. Right. They talked about it. He trimmed it down. They talked about it. He trimmed it down, and he brought up, like you said, two options, which is what they wanted, and they have approved one of those options, which includes what? C and D were basically the same with one difference. 
C had two softball fields. Correct. D had four. Okay. All right, so they went ahead and they chose D, and this is what the D has. Four baseball fields mm-hmm. in a diamond, right. four softball fields in a diamond. It has six tennis courts and three basketball courts with a shared pavilion. Don't forget, your tennis courts can also be pickleball courts. Pickleball court. Eight, it would be eight pickleball courts. Okay. Uh, six tennis courts, three basketball courts, all with a shared pavilion, and then disc golf, okay. uh, which would be on the north section of the property, and then roads coming in from both 51 Correct. and Robinson Gym. Correct. So that is, what, that is what is involved in option D. Now, the price difference, option C, again, with only two softball fields, would have been $12 million five. Option D with two more softball fields for a total of four would be thirteen million seven. So it's basically six hundred thousand dollars per finished field. They went ahead and approved option D, which is thirteen point seven million dollars. Now, if you take what the the estimates are that one penny would get you, uh, you know, on, on the esti- the the sales tax from last year of prepared foods in Hernando. Now, what they're looking at right now are only the restaurant foods. Prepared foods also includes gas station foods, Kroger foods, Walmart, if you're buying a cake at Walmart food, all those would be included. Now, this estimates did not include that. So the estimate they had only on restaurants from 2020, 2021 timeframe would have been about $9 million bond. So what they're saying is, okay, with the gas stations, with Kroger, with Walmart, we're looking at possibly a 12 to $13 million bond. Okay. Now, they can't do it if it doesn't service it. So Correct, at some yes. point, they will know what that exact estimate is once all those numbers come in they'll look at that and then they'll say okay maybe it's only 11 and a half million we've got to cut through this so what they're saying is is that the most the pie in the sky what we're going to do with this first bond issue is 13.7 million dollars off of the one paid back over how much how many years over 20 years so 20 basically it's a 20-year mortgage to build this house right that's where we are that's where we are so it is done it is approved by so what you're going to start seeing now and again Please go to the city's website. The renderings will be on there. If you want to go by City Hall, there is a very, there's a, a basically a whiteboard-sized drawing or, or exhibit showing right. what this is going to look like, where it's going to sit on Renaissance Park, how it feeds in, uh, and it is there at City Hall. Please get and, and educate yourself. The city will start marketing this. I yes. talked to uh, one of the aldermen. They said, yes, uh, there will be a, a plan put together. They're pushing the mayor really hard to get out in the media outlets. I'm sure we're going to have the mayor on sure. at some point before the election. One key thing, though, is that the election has to be on November 8th. Uh, remember, they were trying to push for a separate election on November 1st because city elections and uh, national elections are at two different locations for people. And they're like, that's really going to confuse people if they have to go two places in one day. Let's have one one week. Well, the state said you can't do that. Right. So they're going to have to have it on the same day. But Wait, November 8th is the big day? November that's 8th. the midterm will, elections. It'll be the midterm election, okay. and you'll be voting on this. Gotcha. But the state slash county is going to work with the city to allow them, okay, if you we know that you live in the city, okay. uh, vote on these things. Plus, you're in the city of Hernando. Also, you got to vote on this. No confusion at all. Well, <laughs> let, let's hope not. <laughs> Look, I, I am glad that it's, it doesn't make people to get out two weeks in a row. No, some sure, people have I to take off work. I, get I mean, it. it's a tough thing right, to actually it. remember. Hey, it's Tuesday. Oh, I got to get back out again. So it will be nice to have everything there. Of course. Hopefully, it's clear. Hopefully, it can be read. The the, the mayor said it's going to be written. Maybe a diagram to see kind of what they're talking about. Uh, there should be a, a very minimal cost breakdown of what they're looking to do. That all will be advertised upcoming. Sure. Um, but, you know, I would hope to say that, man, I want to see this passed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say it in any, any more clear than that. This is something – I know there are people who are against taxes, period. If you are over 65, don't have any children or grandchildren, I completely understand that you maybe don't want to add 50 cents or a dollar on a fifty or hundred dollar meal, a penny that, per dollar. Let's that, just that, say a penny, a penny per, per dollar. dollar. I, I, and, and you have a tight budget, and you don't have any other ties to this community other than that you're going to live here and die here. I understand that. Okay. Uh, and people need to vote how they need to vote. I would just say if you're waiting on, if you don't, um, if, if you're waiting on another administration, if you're waiting on uh, anything of that nature, or or maybe you know you you th- think that you can't trust. There have been changes to the city that have been made that could have been obstacles in the past that no longer exist. And to say that you're going to wait another two or four years or maybe for another board or another mayor is going to put us another four to six to eight years behind. And not only that, my opinion is the legislature would not allow us to vote on this again. So because this will be the second time we turned it down, they're not going to allow us to do this again. So right now we're already – Four to five years behind. We could have already had this and been playing on it for the last two or three years if we'd have done it four or five years ago. 
the plan then, there was no plan then. I, I can completely understand where people were coming from then. That is not going to be the case this time. So if you have an excuse or you have a, an objection, I would love to hear it other than it's going to add 50 cents to my $50 meal that you pay at any other city anywhere in this county. Right. What did you just say? South Haven has it. Olive Oxford Brand- has it. Senatoba has it. Horn Lake. Olive Branch Olive just Branch. got it passed the same way we That's are. Right. They're working on that themselves. That's right. Horn Lake has it. I don't want to eat a meal in Hernando. By God, I'm going to go right up get well, and I'm going to go to Slim Chickens or whatever. No, no. They're already – they already that's been part of your stuff. And, and, and if you did not know that, that means you do not look at your bill Correct. and you're not going to look at this right. bill either. Exactly. <laughs> and if you go to Memphis, then good luck paying the $5, 4 right. whatever it is, gas, to, get, yeah. to go save uh, 50 cents. Derek, it's pretty simple. Thank you for your opinion on that. And I'm going to – you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and – you're either investing in the future or you're not. Okay? You and I don't have $13 million to build a park department or park place. We don't have that. This is what cities do to invest in and build for the future. Come on. You're either investing in this or you're not. Uh, we, we talked about going to different cities, Franklin, Tennessee, Madison, Mississippi. If we're going to covet these cities and what they have and what they do with their parks and those departments, we got to stop. It's got to stop. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for the city of Fernando to look up and five years from now, 10 years from now, have some state-of-the-art fill-in-the-blank. Let's go. If you're going to post pictures of your kids on Instagram and you're going to post pictures of your kids on Instagram enjoying this community and then vote because you don't want to spend another penny when you go have a margarita, it's, it's, it's insane. It's time to invest in the future, and this is one way to do it, and government can do this. Let's do it. Come yeah, on. and, and I wanna, I, I'll be remiss to say Sorry. there's two other parts to this. The soccer fields, which we're going to talk in sports. I was going to say this for sports. I want to put this out there now. The soccer fields will be receiving lighting on the north side, so when you drive in the soccer complex, the fields to the left will be receiving lighting from this bond package uh, or, or from this you know, penny from the park. And then the on the uh, Kirkendall field, they will be completely regrading it, new dirt, new sod, new irrigation for the field itself to get that to a playable surface for Haifa, for soccer practice, uh, for you know anybody Whatever. else that wants to play Frisbee golf. Right. I mean, if uh, your kids uh, play uh, for Haifa, if your yeah. kids play for Haifa and you vote against a penny for the park, what are you doing? I mean, that's it. It's that if your kid's two years old and I can't wait for them to play high school, I can't wait for them to play Haifa football, and then you go out and vote against one penny per dollar with your margarita, with your cup of coffee, or whatever it is, what are you doing? It's one penny. It's an opportunity for a city to build state of the art, fill in the blank. That's what it is. We're either investing in our kids and our future and our grandkids or we're not. Come on. It's it's a no brainer, and it, it it keeps families here. It keeps it. dollars in the city from having. I mean, I, we know several families who drive to Olive Branch, who drive to Collierville for practices three times a week. Sure, you know those, and and with, with facilities, with you know, and we'll, again, we'll talk about this in our our semi sports section. We're going to have toward the end of the show, but that is a a it keeps it in there. Plus, it sets us up for those state tournaments. I mean, we had multiple teams from Hernando drive 35 miles down the road, 40 miles down the road to Batesville to play in a rec state all-star tournament right. uh, two weeks ago. Why Hernando compared to Batesville? I, I would have, everybody listening to this is that there is no there is no comparison between Hernando and Batesville. Correct. Why are they hosting tournaments and we are not? Because they invested years ago into their park system. We did not. Now we, you know, I, I'm not. Again, we're not trying to match or be South Haven. South Haven has South Haven has one of the best baseball complexes yeah. in the we're entire not, we're not United talk, States but of America. But should we be able to host a rec baseball tournament for the state of Mississippi? Yes. But what did it take 20 years ago? Yeah. 20 years ago, South Haven committed to the future of your parks. They made a mistake by not building soccer fields. They've now come in and built. Yeah. We, we fields. and we had an opportunity right, exactly. to trump them on that right. and to go ahead and build ours first. To, we chose not to, sure. and so South Haven said, "Yikes! I see what's happening yep. on the soccer. Yep. It's getting pretty big nationwide. We got a World Cup coming this winter. Uh, it's going to be huge. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's put the and they wrote a check for five million dollars and got it done right. because exactly. they've got they've had right. for several years pennies. They had multiple. They had two cents pennies for the parks in place. Look, if you're again, I'll, I'll say it again. If you're posting pictures on Instagram about kids, 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 and you're voting against a penny for the future." 
Those kids that you're posting on Instagram right now, they're going to, one day they'll be 25 years old and where do they want to live? Where do they want to build their future? What does that look like? Now's the time to address this, to do it. Let's get it done. A penny for the park. Remember the legislature, uh, city of Jackson, down in Jackson, they gave us a penny and threw the peasants a bone versus two because they don't know what, what's good for, they know what's best for us. So they took two pennies and made it into one. Had they just left it alone, we'd actually have more money to spend. So just twice as get much. that Twice as much. But anyway... So we're going to have so much time to talk about Penny for the Park. Uh, there's going to be people that listen to our show that disagree, and um, you're welcome to do that. That's fine if you'd like to disagree with us. Um, but this is what we do, and this is our show, so we feel adamant about this because it's, uh, it's a future investment because Derek and I have kids that in the next five, seven, ten years, they will be looking at where they're going to live and raise their families, and I, I don't want to drive seven hours to see my grandkids. And this is an opportunity for us to address that and have some help with that. So thank you to all the Board of Aldermen. Thank you to the City Mayor. Thank you to those folks that have to be there at, at the meetings on the first and third Tuesday of each month. We thank you for doing the city business. Well, Derek, before we turn our attention to our advertisers, tell us about, uh, speaking of taxes, which you mentioned some people think this is when it comes to a penny on the park, the county administrators not raising taxes for however many years in a row. Tell us about that. All right, so the DeSoto County Tax Assessor, Jeff Fitch, he presented the preliminary 2022 tax roll to the Board of Supervisors last week also on July 5th. Now, DeSoto County Supervisors, they had already met to keep the millage rate the same. So, again, they will not be increasing property taxes. However, property owners may see an increase in their taxes because the value of their property went up. So, again, their assessed value. And so, the uh, Jeff Fitch went around. He, you know, If you're in the county, of course, all cities are in the county too. He went ahead and did their, the assessment. So, if you pay county taxes, which all of us do, Property owners who made improvements could see an increase in property value, which could lead to increased taxes. So the total assessed value for the county, for DeSoto County, $2,468,462,486. That's about, I would say, I think it's about $100 million, $140 million more than 2021. So the right. property values in DeSoto County as a whole went up about $140 million. 141 million year over year. Now, again, uh, if you want to go to DeSotoCountyMS.gov, again, DeSotoCountyMS.gov, look for the assessor's office. You can click on that to see if you own property uh, in DeSoto County. You can go in there and see, hey, what was my my building, my house assessed at? If you want to dispute that, you have until 5 p.m. Friday, July 29th to dispute that. Again, Friday, 5 p.m. Friday, July 29th, you can try to dispute what the tax assessor says that your property is worth. Uh, if not, it will go into effect uh, at the Board of Supervisors. We'll look at this and then go ahead and vote on this on Monday on their August 1st meeting. Now, the regular meeting for July, again, the August 1st meeting will be the first meeting of August. The second meeting in July has been postponed. It will now be held on July 28th at 8 a.m. It was supposed to take place next week, of course, the same week as the Alderman meetings. It has been postponed until July 28th because a couple of the uh, supervisors being out wouldn't be able to be there. So again, uh, if you're looking to attend the next supervisor meeting, it will be July 28th at 8 a.m. at the uh, County Board of Supervisors, which is on the third floor of the County Administration Building. As I said, for the city uh, business, thank you to the Board of Supervisors for uh, doing what you do for the county. DeSoto County, uh, Derek, you drive through places on the way to Destin. You drive through places on the way to Chicago. Communities that, like we mentioned earlier, possibly dying on the vine when it comes to industry and different stuff. That's not happening in DeSoto County. It's not happening in Hernando, Mississippi. And so much of that is going to be when it comes to the Board of Aldermen and those people that decide to go into community work, go into serving the community, and we thank them for that for sure. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, part of that property value value being uh, quality, uh, part of that property value being uh, looking nice and, and keeping your uh, property looking nice is going to be a lack of weeds, Derek. Tell us about Green King Spray Services. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. 
podcast continues to be brought to you by one of our longtime sponsors, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, soon-to-be fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your land, anything on the outside of your home or office, please contact Richard at 662-292-8855, 662-292-8855. Let him come out and give you a price. If he can't do the job, he'll help you find someone who can. Nobody better to work with than Richard Williams of Williams Lawn Services. Find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. But again, you can contact him anytime at 662-292-8855. Richard Williams with Williams Lawn Services. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. Their practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Middle of our Tuesday show always brings us to the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us by the DeSoto County Museum located on Commerce Street across from Bancorp South in Hernando. A jewel of Hernando. Wonderful, wonderful thing that they do at the DeSoto County Museum. Open 9 to 5 Tuesday through Saturday. That's 9 to 5 Tuesday through Saturday. Admission is free. When it's 105 degrees outside and your kids are looking for something to do, take them by the DeSoto County Museum. Show them all around the different artifacts, different exhibits right there at the museum. Thank you to Rob Long and his staff for continuing to support the UTW podcast. Derek, tell us about this week's DeSoto County Fact of the Week. Well, this week's Fact of the Week actually coincided with last week. Uh, Last week, Rob sent me this last week when we were out of town. And so last week coincided with the dates that legendary Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto is believed to have actually crossed the Mississippi River. The Spaniards had first laid eyes on the North American continent's largest waterway back in May. It took them more than a month to construct four boats from the timbers of old forest hardwoods that formerly stood in the Delta some 600 years ago. Native Americans would shoot arrows at them while they were building the boats. Early on the morning, sometime around June to July 1541, they crossed the river, and around June 30th-ish, they had arrived at modern-day Parkin, Arkansas. Hernando de Soto would explore the region and south where he would die almost a year later. His body would be weighted down with sandbags and buried in the mighty river he had just discovered. DeSoto would die of that fever on May 21st, 1542, nearly a year to the day from when he first saw the great river, which no European had seen before. Man, just amazing, Derek, to think about something over 500 years ago that happened. I mean, it's just, we talk about things now. We have so much coverage now, social media. We can see so many different things. I mean, I can't imagine discovering this massive river or discovering this new world and all that kind of stuff. Just tremendous stuff. I mean, what a wonderful fact of the week there from Rob Long. We can't convince our kids to go outside. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We can't convince our kids. We just went on vacation down to Florida. We were worried about our kids going outside of the, uh, gated community that we were living in you know because we're in fear of whatever these folks strike out in boats and go clear across the world and may never see their loved ones again to go and discover new things 500 years ago it's just tremendous Tremendous. i mean it is and of course we get the namesake of both our city and our county uh, from that man absolutely just tremendous thank you rob long desoto county museum stop by and see rob today nine to five tuesday through saturday nine to five tuesday through saturday the desoto county museum well, definitely, Derek, we joke all the time, different uh, things with our advertisers. And um, you mentioned the demise of Hernando de Soto, and uh, he might could have benefited from some health insurance. <laughs> could have benefited from a little, little bit of health insurance. And if you're in need of any type of insurance, auto, home, health, life, property, if you need insurance and you need insurance help, please reach out to Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone in DeSoto County. Holland Insurance specializes and works with companies such as Nationwide, Old Republic, Progressive, Travelers, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Aetna, some of the largest insurance companies in the entire world. Trust Jerry Holland and Bruce Robinson with Holland Insurance when it comes to representing them in DeSoto County. Give them a call today, 662-895-5528. 
That's 662-895-5528. Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland have extended with their, their advertising with us through the rest of the year. We want to say thank you to that. Thank you for putting your money with the UTW Podcast. So glad to have you part of the team for the rest of the year. Again, Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve under the water tower at 662-895-5528 for Holland Insurance. Well, we definitely did get a lot of good reaction from the previous interviews we did over the last two or three weeks. Sibony for the Chamber of Commerce and definitely Gia Matheny when it comes to our seasonal advertiser, the Hernando Farmers Market. The Hernando Farmers Market, it's a place to shop, it's a place to gather, but more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh, local experience. Currently have over 50 exhibitors, some of those including Davis Meat Company, Jones Orchard, Precision Sharp, I Am the Cookie Lady, Black Sheep Hot Sauce. Those are just some of the over 50 vendors that are at the Hernando Farmers Market every Saturday morning. Takes place on the historic Hernando Square from 8 to 1. Again, that's 8 to 1 every Saturday on the historic Hernando Square. That's going to run through October, and then they'll do a special Farmers Market for the Dickens of a Christmas that comes up in November. If there's a better Farmers Market out there in the Mid-South, I'd love Love to see it, but please support our seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmers Market. Well, Derek, we're not back into our high school sports that type of uh, that time of year, but you did have a little bit of information. You teased it earlier when it came to the quality of soccer that has improved here in the city of Fernando and the county uh, at large. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us some different teams that have had some, some success. It really goes into what we were just talking about, investing in the parks, investing in the kids, investing in the future. you got to start somewhere. Tell us about it. You know, we had taken off the summertime from doing sports, but we want to make sure to include this because for that very reason. So the merged programs of DeSoto Galaxy and the Hernando Express, who are now known as DeSoto Football Club or DeSoto FC, sent three teams to the recent Southern Regional President's Cup in Frisco, Texas. Now, this is a regional tournament, a, a Southern Regional tournament, not just a Mississippi Regional, but a Southern Regional tournament. They, the three teams that went were the 2004 boys, the 2008 boys, and the 2005 boys. So again, 04, 05, and 08 boys. Uh, the 04 boys reached the championship match before losing, so they made it all the way to the finals and lost. The 08 boys reached the semifinals where they lost on a free kick in extra time, and the 05 boys uh, did not make it out of pool play, uh, but I actually had a couple ties and were almost made it out. They were, I think they were a couple point, one or two points short from making it out of pool play on to the next round. So again, these are teams, three teams from our region, a combined DeSoto County team. They made up of a Hernando Express. Matt, neither one of the two teams that make up the DeSoto FC were in the county 10 years ago. Uh, we Again, they were driving to Olive Branch, having to drive to Carterville to play soccer. And because of investments uh, in the city of Horn Lake, or well, actually city of South Haven, just above Horn Lake, off of State Line Road, uh, the city of Hernando and the soccer fields off of Robertson Road. And then, of course, now the new soccer fields at South Haven. You see that the quality of soccer, the quality of teams for that one sport uh, has really increased. We know that the World Series every year is held in South Haven for Dizzy Dean. Uh, that, you know, the, the quality of baseball. We, we are now, Matt, uh, we have one player from DeSoto Central who are in the pros. We have another one, uh, Blaze Jordan, who is absolutely tearing up double-A but I would not be surprised to see him called up in September uh, by the Red Sox. So that's two uh, from the same school, uh, DeSoto Central. Very high-quality baseball. Now we're getting to the point where we're having soccer teams, multiple soccer teams reach regional finals in the Texas area, which if you know anything about soccer, uh, soccer in Texas is huge. They have a very good training program in Texas. A lot of kids from Texas start uh, are working toward uh, the national team. And again, uh, this is something that was not available to children in Hernando, in DeSoto County, 10, 12 years ago, and it, it's because of the uh, the money put into the you know to, to the rec programs, to the fields, to the facilities uh, in and around. So again, uh, one last thing I want to say about this, Matt, of that 04 team, my son used to be part of that team. He was part of the Hernando Express team until he was 14 years old. That team has 11. 11 players that are going on to play collegiate or junior college soccer. That's been the case the last couple of years. So 11 off of a team. Again, you start 11. So 11 of the approximately 15 to 20 kids on this team that made it to Texas will be playing some type of post-high school you know, getting paid somewhere to go play college or, or JUCO soccer. So this is what happens when you do invest. Parents, families, uh, companies will move to DeSoto County for this very reason. So uh, this all ties back into what we were pushing earlier. There is – and people do complain about having to pay an extra penny. You know, government always wants their hand. We don't trust the government with our money. All what you could say, but – 
we have seen in DeSoto County where this is working. We're getting high-quality uh, sports uh, in and around the county, and now uh, looking forward in Hernando because we've seen what it's done for baseball and, and what has that's done for our athletes and, and you know things here. We know um, we see what it's done for uh, soccer now. With uh, these are the first teams that have ever made it to a regional uh, in in Texas, and so uh, these are the first. And we had three in the first year. I mean, it wasn't like one team went and then two. No, we had went from zero to three, and it can continue on. But we have to have. I mean, buy-in from the community to keep the kids here to play, not going to Lobos to play in Collierville, not going elsewhere. You know, this is just for one sport. But, again, that's I'm very adamant. I can't be more adamant that this is something that I, I do not think you will be disappointed in if you vote for Penny for the Parks. Derek, if you come this far on the UTW podcast on this particular episode, give me just a few moments to tell a quick story. If your child plays for or plays on or you want your kids to play on the soccer fields in the city of Fernando, listen to this story. Several years ago, our good friend, Miss Cindy Paroli, who, who obviously – DeSoto Family Dental Care. Her husband owns DeSoto Family Dental Care with the other dentist. She was at a soccer match here in the city of Fernando. We used to play on the baseball field, at the, field. At the, the, the large field at the baseball park. She overheard some ladies from Oxford laughing at where they had to go to the bathroom, laughing, for lack of a better word, they were laughing at Fernando. Mm-hmm. She heard that from across the distance. And she said, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. She had a meeting with the mayor a week later. She became heavily involved. Friends of Fernando Soccer became the Hernando Soccer Association. Got a lot of stuff done. Our good friend Scott Sarter, great guy, got started to work. I'm simply saying this. At a certain point, you got to invest. If you eat 5,000 calories a day and don't work out, you will gain weight. It's the exact same situation. If you're not going to invest in your future and invest in your quality of soccer and quality of baseball and quality of parks and quality of stuff, we could be having this conversation if we wanted to, hey, how do we raise money for the police department? How do we raise money for the library? How do we raise money for stuff? How do we raise that money? What do we do? You have to start somewhere, and that's what they did. That's what the Hernando Soccer Association did. So, of course, we're going to have better soccer, better players, and better things uh, you know, in the future. Got to start somewhere. I'm excited about it. We'll see how it goes. We may lose 70-30, and if we do, I'm going to take well, the week off. if we do, I mean, that's, that's what the people voted, and we right. just move on. But uh, I hope that's not the case. And, again, congratulations to those three teams. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, and to those, you know, all the teams and, and all the players, all the coaches, and also to the uh, the, the boys who we've all mentioned. We've all yeah. mentioned all 11 that are going on because, if, if well, we mentioned the ones that were in Lewisburg or Hernando that are going on to play all the signings. So congratulations to those boys again. And uh, anytime we get news like that, even though we're in the summer, even though sports aren't quite going on yet, we'll still we'll let you know. We hosted Hernando Soccer hosted Madison Central had a huge crowd out last was it March or so maybe March it felt good for Madison Central to have to come to us oh yeah and play soccer we did not beat them but it felt good Madison Central and the Jackson area has been playing soccer for probably 50 years yeah it felt really really good you got to start somewhere and uh, I'll just continue to say that you're gonna get tired of hearing Penny for the park people may vote against this because of Matt Derrick I don't know we may I don't know if we're gonna <laughs> go not. in the right exactly hey, look, if you hear that let, please let us know right. we'll, we'll hey, stop you, it whatever it is right. hey but we certainly appreciate you tuning into this one thank you so much if you enjoy what we do each and every day, share it with friends and family. Share it on Hernando Happenings. Let others know what we're talking about, what we're doing. Maybe some of the jokes we're cracking when it comes to UTW Podcast. Also, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Helps us simply move up the ranks when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. They release a show every Every Monday morning, talking about the eastern side of DeSoto County. Also work with Lewisburg, Olive Branch, and Center Hill High School Athletics. OB Pod, look them up today. Well, Derek, welcome back. So glad we're back to the UTW Podcast each week. Uh, normal shows uh, for the rest of the month, two shows. Our Tuesday and Friday show, we'll get back to kind of normal, and then we'll be right back in school, football, all the different things that come with the month of August. Thank you for letting us have a week off. Thank you for uh, coming back with us here on the UTW Podcast. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the Water Tower. <laughs>